on this episode, we're going to be talking about a new app on the Shopify store that enables dropshipping exclusively from US dropshippers. Do stay tuned. Well, well, welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kune, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So the inbound marketing strategies have you beat Amazon. Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and in stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. With retail moving online, finding a good domain name has become ever so important. But the challenge is that most decent .com addresses are either difficult to acquire or unavailable. The good news is that retailers now have a powerful alternative with the .store domain name. The .store domain name will be short, relevant, and directly associate your site with e-commerce and retail. Search engines give .store domains the equal attention and importance as .com TLDs. .store domains have already been adapted by top brands such as Emirates. So if you check out Emirates.store, you get to a store there. Jimi Hendrix, so Jimi Hendrix.store, and F1 Formula One, F1.store. If you want a short and snappy domain name for your retail brand or your online store, you can now get a .store domain for just £4.99, which is about $6.99, using the coupon code 2XSTORE. That's 2XSTORE on get.store. Just go to get.store in your search engines and use 2XSTORE. Hi guys, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. This is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. I am your host, Kunle Campbell, and welcome, welcome. 
As you know, um, if you're looking to increase metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales in your online store, then tune in every Wednesday to to this podcast, the Two X E Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, as usual, and you know every week we try and just you know um, help you with tips and interviews on on growing your online stores. That that's what I'm here for. So. I just wanted to shout out to everybody who, you know, has given me a shout out by email. A lot of people have reached out to me on email in regards to um, the episodes I, I published around, um, you know, Facebook advertising. Um, so if you it's first time listening to this show, I recorded some episodes, uh, you know, five parts, you know, um, you know, episode on um, how to, to go about Facebook marketing for e-commerce. And a lot of people found value, like, you know, real value in in it and they were really really appreciative so if you go back to the month of april from the 21st to um 27th there were, um so it's season three episode 26 through to 31 i extensively you know went through um all that's required really um all, all that you need, the fundamentals you need to towards um, you know starting out your your Facebook advertising campaigns, and off the back of that, really, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to actually I'm I'm actually putting together a list of um, of more episodes around Facebook, um, and I'm also going to be updating my YouTube channel, um, and on the YouTube channel, I'm I'm, I'm just going to you know um, put up another series on there. I might actually convert that series I put on here, in, you know, on, on the podcast because audio only to 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 visuals um with slides so you better understand you know what i'm talking about i'll give you a shout out here when that is all up there there are other topics i really really want to address you know around um you know um facebook advertising so you know just just stay tuned um i've had ideas around um you know um how to how to get um creative types you know what kind of creative types to use the my two-step process for for building a funnel you know um, a content funnel and um, I have another another episode coming which is going to be around the creatives you know how to you know rapidly how to get creative ideas you know um, from from other advertisers you know tricks I use personally so so yeah do stay tuned around Facebook marketing if you don't know I run um, an agency it's it's a boutique agency. We would not work with no more than ten clients at at a time, and we're predominantly just e-commerce. Um, so if if you're interested in working with us, it's it's called two xmedia.co. Just go there two xmedia. That's two x m e d i a. dot co. I'm going to link to the show notes on there. Um, if you know if you need help, if you want to discuss, um, there's a strategy session um form there just fill it out and and let us know where you are um as a business and yeah we'll 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 see if we can help you okay that's it um and we're just going to roll into this week's show so if you recall my interview with Obello on episode three, in the season three, sorry, episode seven, the title was, is dropshipping a viable model for scale? I spoke with Thomas, the founder of um, Obello, and we, we discussed, you know, the viability of, you know, dropshipping from China. 
and selling to either your local market or a global market. And um, our conversation is quite in- interesting, insightful. Um, uh, you know, um, we talked a lot about experimentation and um, the the opportunity. But um, even with the opportunity, um, the we, we both accepted that um, the model is you know fraught with um, inefficiencies. You know, particularly around you know fulfillment and you know customer experience. And 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 uh, it's just due to the fact that um you know items you you drop ship from China will take a minimum of two weeks to to deliver, and in other cases it could take as much as four, maybe even eight weeks. So um, that was quite interesting, and um, you know um, this, which brings us to this episode, because my guest on today's episode is a gentleman by the name of Your Owosu. And he has built out um, a platform similar to Abello, um, but this time it primarily allows e-tailers source and dropship from U.S. suppliers. Um, there are um, um, there, there are an app on the Shopify store called Mixed. It's spelled M X E D, and um, you know they 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 have already um, you know a, a decent base of. Um, of e-tailers who use their platform and their suppliers to to drop ship. I've got awesome, you know, reviews up on um on the Shopify app store. And um shipping times with, with their suppliers is three days, you know, domestic. So for the moment, um at least while I was um, you know, um while I had this interview, um mixed was predominantly um US suppliers for for US orders. But um they're scaling out to to global orders with um more um you know music merchandising you know products so so it's quite interesting it's early days for this for this company but you could see massive opportunity for expansion so so this episode is really really interesting in the sense that um if you're looking to you know to potentially extend or you know your your offering if if you could have a look at what they have you know, I, I assume most people who listen to this episode are already involved in in online retail. You know, they, because you, you stand to, to get the most value from 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 this show if you're already you know doing you know online retail. So if like you know the products in in this mixed up actually align with um with the kind of stuff you sell and you sell to to the US market, um, it might be worth checking them out. You know, but without blowing their trumpet, um, I'd just like you to listen to to this episode and listen to my conversation with your and um yeah it's 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 fascinating have a good one and let me know how you think what you think about it could you take um, a minute or or less to to introduce yourself hey everyone um named yao from hinge2.com yeah what what do you do i guess i run product and marketing at hinge2 um we have a product called mixedapp.com and it's a B2B marketplace that connects online stores that are on Shopify to um, the product that they need to drive sales for their business. Fantastic. Okay, so the, I, I was just having a look at the, the Mixed app, and um, it essentially um, looks like um, an intermediary between um, stores and, and products, you know, um, pretty much um, licensed products. And it, it pretty pretty much um, you know helps stores that don't want necessarily you know have inventory to to source products and sell products you know um, to, to to their customer base. So 
what how did you come up with the idea and um you know wh- where are you guys now yeah so we we came up initially with the idea myself and some of my partners and we worked at an e-commerce company called carmaloop.com at its peak it was around 130 million dollars in sales primarily focused on the men's market um focused on 18 to 24 euros and continuously had saw this issue with retailers buying inventory um trying to decide on what to purchase versus what not to purchase um, in retail, generally there's this issue of overstock inventory where, you know, a decision is made to purchase a certain set of product and that product doesn't sell. So it ends up being on discount and discount. And then, you know, the product either just sits there for a year or, or, or nothing happens with the product. Um, at Carm Loop, we built a, a business, which we call the no risk inventory platform, which was a combination of on-demand products, but also um, dropship product where we'd work with our current suppliers to create um, products on an on-demand basis. Mm-hmm. And that was the initial thesis of the concept um, of Hinge 2 and sort of creating a platform that allowed stores to find the product that they need without having to invest in physical inventory and additional warehouse. Um, so when we started the plat- the Hinge 2 business overall, it was initially um, built around creating products for brands. So we work with Anyone from Marshawn Lynch, who's a football player, Beast Mode, in terms of creating the product that he needs for a store, but also large retailers like uh, PacSun.com in terms of creating a dropship solution that helps them um, sell products with, uh, with without physical inventory risk. Interesting. So you're a technology company. You don't actually manufacture these licensed products, do you? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we're definitely not a – we're fully a technology company that – um, helps businesses or helps e-commerce stores um, f- find the product that they need. So we don't we don't uh, you, you create fast- the licensed product alone. Yeah, you facilitate you facilitate the the connection, you know, between you know um, licensed brands and you know, licensed manufacturers, really, and and huge, massive, you know, um, you know, market, you know, via your network of e-commerce you know, stores. Okay, so. Um, Am I right in, you know, sort of concluding that um, the mixed brand is more or less um, what would always represent, you know, official licensed products? Or do you see yourself diversifying um, beyond, um, you know, um, licensed products? So um, for for, for those of our listeners, I'm I'm on the website now. Um, It's MX edapp.com and um, you, 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 your licensees or, you know, you, well, you offer, you know, products um, from brands such as Marvel, um, like CDC, Nickelodeon, you know, Activision, Nintendo, DC, Lucasfilms, the lot. So do you, do you still see yourself always in this niche or would you expand, you know, later on in the future? Yeah, so we, we started in this specific niche because we wanted to focus on a unique set of products that were sort of hard to access, right? Like it, it'd be mm-hmm. difficult for a Shopify store or a store today to be able to access some of the products that we have within the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to start with a very curated, unique set of products. But our our intention in the future, um, in the very near future, is to really expand outside of just your, outside of licensed content. Um, so we'd be getting, we'd be getting suppliers that focus on women, that focus on men's jewelry, accessories. Um, one of the 
key criteria for us in terms of what are the products that we're going to, what is the supplier that we're going to allow into the store is really um, a unique product set, mm-hmm. um, great margin for the Shopify store, mm-hmm. um, and really something that's that's going to be hard for other suppliers to, to source and bring into their own platform. We want to be able to differentiate in that. Well, that these new products inherently have demand already because, um, you know, um, I could see the Street Fighter, just as an example, you guys sell Street Fighter, you know, um, backpack. Um, there's inherently, you know, a base, you know, fan base of, you know, Street Fighter fans. Um, so are you going to go through that premise where you chase products where, you um, the, you know, where demand exists, where there's awareness, you know, of sorts. When mm-hmm. you talk about yeah, the I, yeah, I think those initial products they are they're they're easy to ex- explain to a shop before because those are brands that people know visually from when they initially see it. But I, I, the the platform overall will expand be beyond that, um, and we'll have products that you won't you you won't see or you won't be familiar with. Um, Particular in the women's market, a lot of the brands that we'll bring onto the platform um, may not be um, recognizable. Um, they'll just be great fast fa- fashion items or great unique pieces that um, won't be branded in that way. Okay. Um, then, with regards to the buyer side, you know, from the from the from the side from the point of view of the, the Shopify stores, are you? going to vet Shopify stores at some point or would you is it going to always be open in terms of the platform going to always be open yeah I think what will happen in the, the in the future is we'll have tiers um, mm-hmm. so right now any US based Shopify store can download the platform and add products to their, their platform immediately um, what we see in the in the future is we'll have tiers based on based on sales volume, based on having a curated set of retailers um, that let's say we have, you know, the, the end goal is to really focus on, you know, what do reach, what do online stores need and we'll do the job of finding the, the supply for them. So okay. for example, beef mode online, they're, uh, they're a very specific type of e-commerce store. They, they only, primarily sell their own products. They do sell some other products from some other specific brands, but it's generally typically branded with something around their logo or the Oakland Raiders. Um, so we'll, our main goal is to find the product that they they specifically need to be one of their top sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that product may only be specific to beef mode or, or it may be available to the, the full mixed app community. Um, as long as we're able to find product that they're able to sell and drive good sales, like it, it doesn't matter to us. Um, we're going to be able to really find product that, that works best for the, the, the online store. Fascinating. Very, very interesting. Okay. And, um, how are you going to tackle the issue? Cause you're, you're going to, you know, I'll probably hit this issue at some point of oversupply. So obviously when you hit um, traction, so right now you guys are doing very well um, from your, um, from your, from your app store reviews, you've got 64 reviews um, already at some point, you know, when that turns to 640 reviews, there's going to be awareness, you know, people listening to this podcast um, are obviously, you know, going to try the app themselves. 
And as you continue to create awareness um, with um, with your inventory being your inventory, obviously you're going to continue to expand your inventory. Um, there is going to be some an issue with oversupply at some point. So, so how how would you you know tackle you know this um, this sort of pretty much access you know where where everybody's struggling for for the for, for a fixed number of um, styles of products or SKUs. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. So one of the issues, like you said, is once we get to a certain scale, there there may be too many products on the platform to really be able to to see like what do I add to that store. Um, and our our hope is to really be able to have um, technology in place that tries to identify the the product that you may already be selling in your store and curate that product based on the product that is selling well for your store. So let's say you're a you know, you're an athleisure store um, that sells, you know, fitness apparel. Um, we're not going to show you the the licensed product. We would show you primarily product around the fitness space or the athleisure space that we think is going to be a, a good fit for your store. It's, it's similar to like how a, a buyer um, at a retail shop, when they're going out and, and finding product that they want to have in, in their store, mm-hmm. they specifically look for a curated set of supply, we would act as a supplier that curates products specifically for that shop. And a part of that will be, you know, using technology to identify what's selling on your store and curate that product to your store. Um, And a a piece of it will be um, hand selected. So when we work with Beast Mode, um, that product that we offer in his on his e-commerce or the curated selection, when we work with PacSun.com, mm-hmm. that supply also is a you know collaboration between our team, which is curated, but also their buying team and curating and selecting things that you know work best for their shop. So I, I think that's how the how I see the future um, of our platform. Okay, so it'd be very personalized. So, what kind of margins? So, if I was, um, you know, as a listener now, looking to to install the, you know, the app and and also start selling, you know, um, licensed products. Um, what kind of margins should we expect? You know, um, from yeah, with, ah. with the, yeah, definitely. So, with the consideration that you're, you know, there's there's no warehouse that you need to um, take into right now. Margins range from 40 to 60 percent, um, depending on the category. Um, and we we see the opportunity to expand upon that once we drive um, more supplies into the platform. So right now you can expect 40 to 60 percent margin. Okay. Um, within the platform, you'll be able to see the the cost, but also like the the our standard MSRP on a product by product basis. Okay. And most retailers go go by your MSRP. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Um. Then, how do, do you ship? Um. Only do you operate only in the U.S. Um. So, you know. Um. If you look at the Obello world, um. A a key advantage. Um. Or a key selling point is you know. Um. You know, sellers from China can ship. You know, anywhere in the world. However, um, the, the the big issue with the drop shipping from China are just um, you know the shipping times and the customer service are just crap um, as compared to what you get locally. Um, so, 
do you have plans of um, or, or what's the situation now with regards to to shipping? Are you US only, or um, is that going to change change pretty quickly? Yeah. So right now, when we initially launched our, our main supplier. Um, they were primarily wanted to launch to only focus on on the U.S. market. Um, but in the next, I'd say two two to four weeks, um, we're going to be making the platform multi-supplier, um, which means we'll be able to work with suppliers across that ship worldwide. Um, so we're going to be launching a supplier in the next two weeks that it's still in the licensed world, um, but it's more in terms of music merchandise. So right now, when you go to the app, you see a primarily products around, like you mentioned, Harry Potter, um, Nintendo, things in, in that world. Um, the supplier we're going to be launching next is primarily focused on the music world. So think of anything from Rolling Stones, Guns N' Roses, The Beatles, um, Tupac, Black Sabbath. Um, Run DMC, um, Eminem, those are some of the um, artists that are going to be launching in the platform within the next two weeks. And they uh, they ship worldwide, so no restrictions in where the product can be shipped to. That's amazing. Uh, I could see the mixed app being a, a competitive advantage at this stage to, to some retailers. And um, it'd be like um, a secret they don't necessarily want to share with other sellers. In the sense, you know, that, um, you know, shipping is three days in the U.S., especially for, for U.S. only, you know, dropshippers. So it's it's amazing to, to have, um, you know, this kind of support, you know, at this level. And I really hope um, to see you expand into other, you know, um, other niches and, you know, other um, product types at some point as, as you continue yeah. to grow. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're... I mean, we've been in the e-commerce space for, for some time, sort of seen many Shopify stores before even Shopify was around stores running on Magento or in other platforms. And then just seeing Shopify take off in terms of the, the platform general, you know, expanding to Shopify Plus and sort of the, the feature best in, in communities sort of growing over time. Um, we, we felt there was a, a need in the market um, and we're looking to, to tackle that need. Um, to help Shopify stores increase their businesses and scale. There is indeed. There, there is indeed. And um, uh, and I, I think you, you guys made a really, you know, um, clever decision and choice to, to going for licensed products first in the sense that, um, I, you know, um, there, there is demand, there's there's existing demand. And um, I recall having a conversation with, um, with with one of my friends and he was telling me about um, a colleague of his who started out like a merchandise and you know she she got a license for a few um football teams in the u.s and um she started to sell their products and on amazon and you know her, her business just exponentially you know um grew over the months it was just you know double 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 figure growth you know month to month because um there, there is you know, there's demand, you know, for, for these items. These items have a, you know, a fan base, you know, willing to, to spend, you know, once the right products are, you know, flashed in their faces. So, so yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff there. Okay, so um, beyond the, the mixed app, are you guys, um, what, what else do you guys do? So you guys are just looking at the, um, at the Beast, Beastware online, um, you know, um, website for Martian Lynch. Um, so, I can see at the bottom here that it's powered by 
Hinjato, which is your parent company. Um, so do you offer, you know, you know, do, do you work with, um, with other brands, you know, basically with, with, well, with public personalities or public brands, um, or personal brands to, towards, um, you know, sort of, um, creating merchandise around or, you know, licensed products around them. Yeah. I mean, so, so beef mode is, um, uh, individual and brand that we have a very unique relationship with. So they're, they're actually right around the corner from our offices in Oakland, California. Um, how that relationship initially started was, um, we started the business. My my co-founder and CEO, um, he used to work with a, a brand at Carmelo called Billionaire Boys Club, and mm-hmm. he used to work with the creative director there. Um, my CEO, he's from Berkeley, California, and Beast Mode is from Oakland, California. So it was always, which is right next to each other in, in California. Um, and the Billionaire Boys Club creative director is also the creative director for Marshawn Lynch. And at the time, Marshawn, they were primarily selling t-shirts and hoodies and things of that nature. And they wanted to get a differentiated product in, into their platform to expand the brand, to grow the brand. Um, and we thought we could fit, fit that need at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with beast mode to, what you see on Beast Mode Online today, we create probably around 60% of the product there, primarily working with international, but also domestic manufacturers to, to create the product, um, design the product, and get him the product that he needs for, for his store to, to grow his sales. Interesting. Really, really interesting. Okay. Do, do you have any 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 tips for for listeners with regards to expanding their dropship businesses you know um what best practices you know you, you you've been um you know been involved in e-commerce for for, for a long while and um do, do, do you have any tips yeah i mean so i'd say tips around product is generally with around product you'll have you know 20 percent of your product that drive 80% of your sales. And there's always opportunities to expand your product catalog. Um, so for example, on, on beast mode, he'll have specific designs that do particularly well on, let's say a t-shirt for for example. Um, one of the things that we've been expanding upon is how can we take those core designs and apply it to different products? Um, whether it's canvases, whether it's hoodies, whether it's, you know, jogger leggings, and those are opportunities to take something that the core logo is driving business or driving sales for beast mode and expanding that with new categories that'll get the customer base excited. So I think that's a, a strategy that other e-commerce stores should use and taking what taking what the customer base is already leaning towards and mm-hmm. finding new products to be able to sell to that okay. customer base. Building upon what's working really, and, and that really yeah. is very data driven. So it kind of makes makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Okay, um, before I, I I let you go, y'all, um, I like to sort of um, you know do our standard um, you know lightning round you know with you. Um, I'll just ask you a few questions, and if you could you know use a sentence um, or less, <laughs> just a sentence to answer them, that'd be 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 fantastic. Um, I'm ready when you are ready. Okay. Um, how do you hire people? Um, so we hire for for culture and grit, I'd say. 
um, hire people based on their ability to get the job done and the ability to be curious to solve the problems at hand. Okay. What's been, what are your three indispensable tools for, 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 for managing your, your, your businesses? Um, so I would say Slack, Trello, and Gmail. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, um, number three, what has been your best mistake to date? By that time, I mean a, a, a setback that's giving you the biggest feedback. Um, biggest mistake is not listening to the customer fast enough and being able to implement um, those those that feedback within the platform fast enough. Okay, so, okay. If you could, you know, give... If you could choose a single book or resource that's made the highest impact on how you view building a business and growth, which would it be? So I think for me initially that the business that got me interested in business and entrepreneurship in the early sets was the four hour work week mm. Tim Ferriss. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a big one. That's um probably the most popular book, you know, um, I guess here. Yeah. Um and um finally, you know, um how can you know people get in touch with you? Yeah, so I'm on social media, Facebook, and if you want to email me directly, you can email me at yao at hinge2.com. Okay, good stuff. So I would, um, you know, um, put your details, you know, on on um, on the show notes. All right, thank you so so much, Yao. Um, it's been very 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 interesting. You know, I'm um, finding out a lot about um, you know the app, the mixed app. And um, yeah, well, I'm actually looking forward to, to to giving it a test drive. I know I'm in the UK. I'm not sure whether it will work, you know, for for, for me. Um, but um, it's it's interesting and a breath of fresh air in, in the dropshipping space. Yeah, I appreciate your time, Kunle, and have a great day. Cheers. So thank you for joining me on today's episode um, to check out show notes um, on this episode and previous episodes. Um, check out 2xecommerce.com forward slash podcast. Um, we're very much behind on uh, the website with regards to um, you know show notes, but over the coming weeks, we're going to improve on that and catch up and, you know, sort of balance things out. Um, but, you know, if you like what you've heard so far, um, why not follow me on Twitter? My, my handle is Kunle T. Campbell. Um, new episodes of the 2X e-commerce podcast, um, you know, um, come out every, or comes out every Wednesday. Um, and if you haven't already, you know, um, write us a review, subscribe to, to, to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and, you know, share, you know, um, episodes. We have a SoundCloud, um, we actually have a SoundCloud, um, channel. You could, you know, hop onto SoundCloud cloud, um, just search for 2X e-commerce, um, and, and share, share each episode, you know, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, yeah, this episode is, you know, produced by me, Kune Campbell, with the help of Boban Makic. Thank you for listening, everybody, and catch you next week. Cheers. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XEcommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.